Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story starts in the Am I the Arsehole subreddit, and eventually, a year or so later, I believe, goes into the entitled People subreddit. It's from don't call me Baldy, who says, am I the asshole for pressing charges on a former friend for shaving my head in my sleep? For context, a relative of what used to be a close friend of mine, who we're called Gary for this story, was diagnosed with cancer. I, mid-twenties male, was sympathetic and even contributed $100 to a donation pool for their treatment. But Gary came to me one day and took his hat off to reveal a freshly shaven head. He told me that everyone in his family were doing it in support of his relative and so were a lot of our mutual friends. Then he asked me that I get on the bandwagon. I told him I didn't want to shave my head because I like my hair. My hair is black, regularly combed and well styled. He said I could just get a wig or something and had actually brought his shaver kit. He was unboxing it when I told him this was not happening. I don't even really know his relative that he's doing this for, so I'm not doing it. End of discussion. He called me an asshole and left angry. We didn't speak for a week. And last Saturday, I got invited to a party at another close friend's house. There I found out Gary had tried the same thing on several other friends and only a couple of them actually did shave their heads. Gary wasn't at the party, so I had a blast hanging out, playing video games and listening to rock music, but I had way too much drink and I couldn't drive home. So they said I could just sleep upstairs. I passed out on a bed and it was a blissful sleep that I was shaken awake by another friend who told me that Gary had showed up late and they caught him shaving my head while I was passed out. I saw what I looked like in the mirror and wanted to scream like I was in a horror movie. Gary even shaved off one of my eyebrows. Gary was still there and acting proud of himself saying, now you're going to have to shave the rest off, just like me, lol. I was furious and called the cops. When they got there, Gary fully admitted to what he had done to me and even said he was justified. The police didn't seem to think so, as this is classified as a form of assault. They asked me if I wanted to press charges, and the first words out of my mouth were, hell yes. Gary cussed me out while they took him away in cuffs. I tried getting my hair restyled into something presentable, but there was no saving it, and now I'm bold too. Now, a bunch of Gary's family are telling me to drop the charges because Gary was off his meds and didn't mean to do it. I was like, what the fuck? Because I never knew he was on meds, but I still refused to drop the charges. It'd take months to grow my hair back to the way it was, but all of the calls and messages from Gary's relatives are starting to get to me. Just about everyone else in our friend group has cut Gary out though, and say that I'm doing the right thing by not dropping the charges. So now I'm divided. Am I the asshole for pressing charges on a former friend for shaving my head in my sleep? And there was lots of legal advice down in the comments, so... A user says not the asshole. Contact the DA that is handling the case and let him know that his family is pressuring you to drop the charges. They may be violating the law too. 
If Gary hasn't learned to take his meds, a little time in jail will teach him that lesson. Check the box that says not the arsehole. The police call it assault because that's what it is. Block all his relatives, but save any messages you already have and report them for harassment. Do not feel bad about pressing charges either. He assaulted you and was proud of it. Stang says press those charges. I'm going to say this as an extremely mentally ill person with four professionally diagnosed disorders. While your mental illness may be the reason for your actions, it will never be an excuse. Own up to your actions, whether you're aware of them or not. What you did caused harm to someone, and that's something you need to take accountability for. If you murder someone but have a mental illness, you're still put in an asylum and not set free. That's because while you need help, you also need to be held accountable. You pressing charges is the right move. Don't listen to their gaslighting. You need to stand up for yourself and make sure this friend doesn't do anything like that to anyone again. Hair is such an important thing. On a side note, everyone else in the comments is right. Make a full record of every single thing his relatives are saying. Tell each and every person that if they continue to message you, that you will report them for harassment. Follow through if they do. I don't think blocking them is a good idea. If you do that, then you won't be able to have the proof. If they actually do harass you, then you won't be able to nail those rude people. Lol. Anyway, I wish you luck. No idea why I'm here says not the asshole. Being off meds may be a reason, but it's never an excuse. And that was definitely assault. In fact, if you haven't already told the police, make sure they know that Gary previously asked you to get on the bandwagon. Said he'd shave it for you while unpacking his equipment. You refused and he verbally assaulted you. He knew you didn't and wouldn't consent, but did it anyway while you were unconscious. Block Gary and his relatives from everything. Try not to get upset when you can't avoid a mirror. And hope your hair grows back better than before. And one more comment from Chaos in Deep who says not the arsehole. My hair is down to my waist. I would burn a man alive for chopping even a quarter of it off with scissors without my consent. I don't give a fuck that my hair basically grows at an unprecedented rate until it reaches my waist. Where it just seems to be satisfied and I leave it alone. Revenge fantasies aside, what he did is classified as assault for a fucking reason. He assaulted you. If someone goes off their meds and stabs someone else, no cop is going to be like, oh well, he didn't mean it. They're going to take him to jail. If there is weight to the off the meds claim, then that will be properly evaluated by people who handle this kind of thing for a living. OP then edits their post first and they say, I want to make something clear. So many people have said things like, dude, it's just hair. But would they all be saying that if I wasn't a man? What if I was some girl that had hair that took years to grow? Would they be saying the same thing? Sure, hair grows back, but it takes time. If it was something that grew back fast, people would be less inclined to care. But it's not fast. It takes months. And for someone who had long hair, years. That's a lot of time wasted growing. And I don't plan on pushing for Gary to go to prison. But I don't plan to drop the charges either. His family already bailed him out. And while I didn't know he was on meds, I knew he had quite the temper and even an entitled attitude at times. One example being a lunch where he wanted us all to combine the check and split it evenly. He got the most expensive thing on the menu. I got a cheeseburger. When we all said no, Gary went off on us for not being good friends. He's always been an ass when he doesn't get his way. I've only known him for like three years. This incident was the last straw for not just me, but a lot of other mutual friends. As for the charges, I don't want to send Gary to prison, but I would like him to get some therapy and community service. But the way Gary has acted around me in the past and what he did to me, I actually wonder how long before he got more violent. I've seen and heard of him getting in fights for less. Edit 2. I've gotten many comments from people saying, you're the asshole, he has cancer. 
If you actually read what I posted, Gary is not the one with cancer. A relative of his I don't know does. And no, I don't know what kind of cancer. Gary didn't elaborate. He wanted me to shave my head for this person. When I refused, he left in a tantrum. Then shaved my head while I passed out drunk at a party. So then OP, as I said, around a year later, moves over to the Entitled People subreddit and says, an update to Gary shaving my head in my sleep. A friend of mine just showed me a video yesterday in which my old post had been read. Honestly, I'd nearly forgotten about it since I was only there to ask if I was the asshole or not. And since I don't want to go through the pain of trying to do an update on am I the asshole, I thought I'd just do it here since Entitled spells out Gary pretty well. Other than the shaving incident, he tried to get us to partially pay for his food multiple times by combining the check and dividing it equally, and when he always got the most expensive thing on the menu, and once even pulled the I forgot my wallet bit. He was described as a neckbeard by multiple people, including women he flirted with. He tried to get a married neighbor woman that was older than him to have an affair with him, and then later egged her apartment door when she refused. That one I only learned about a couple of months after my original post. And no, Gary never saw consequences for doing that. I also learned he stole several video games and DVDs from friends, mooched food and drinks out of their fridges, and even went through a period as a squatter for two months by refusing to leave a house he'd been let into by a former tenant, and the landlord actually paid him to leave. Gary's also an extreme hypocrite that contradicted himself more than a corrupt politician. For example, one minute he'd be anti-vax, the next he'd be complaining about other people who weren't getting the C-19 vaccine. Pretty sure he never got it too. I can't believe I ever had sympathy for this man. To recap, someone a former friend of mine named Gary is related to someone who got cancer. And Gary went around trying to get our friend group to shave all their heads got a couple of them to agree and even brought his shaving kit to my apartment because he just assumed I'd join as well and was already unboxing it before I even got a chance to say anything. I told him the shaving was not happening. Well, he decided to make an example of me and waited till I was good and passed out from drinking at a friend's party. I was so dead to the world that I had to be shaken awake by a friend after Gary got caught shaving my head. He took off one of my eyebrows and messed up my hair beyond saving and he was laughing his butt off over having done it. So yes, the rest had to come off. I ended up pressing charges on Gary for assault and found out he's been on meds for a mental disorder for years and he had stopped taking the meds, which is one of the reasons he was so loopy. But his tune changed pretty quick when police arrested him since what he'd done qualifies as assault. Gary's family harassed me and tried to make me drop the charges. I not only didn't drop the charges, but I reported the harassment to the police. Only problem, it didn't bloody stop. In fact, it got worse, mainly from Gary's mother whom I can see where Gary got his charming personality from. She showed up at my apartment a couple of weeks after the shaving incident to scream at me that I knew nothing about what they were going through and a little hair wasn't a big deal. I told her my hair was a big deal to me and what Gary did was inexcusable. Well, that earned me a slap to the face, followed by a swift kick to the nuts, followed by a few more kicks to my body after I went down. It was all recorded by a camera that I had watching the front door. Landlord wouldn't let me put in a ring doorbell cam. One of my neighbors saw her and screamed at her that they'd be calling the police. Gary's mum ran and I ended up going to the hospital with minor injuries, mostly just bruises, a black eye, and a sore groin. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Gary's mother got arrested and I filed a lawsuit against her for attacking me. I saw her in court twice for both her assault on me and the lawsuit I filed for her assault. This woman had taken several self-defense classes over the years, so she knew how to fight. That had the judge consider her a trained individual and she was sentenced to six months in jail, given two years probation and ordered to pay my medical bills. She actually cried to the judge about the money, but he wasn't having it. It took some time to see her in court again for my lawsuit against her as she was out of jail by then. I was awarded 10000 for the harassment, emotional damage and lost work hours and she had to pay all court and lawyer fees which she cried about again because she didn't want to pay anything to the man who ruined her and her son's lives. But she had the money for both court cases because she had no problem paying. But around that time I heard Gary's relative with cancer passed away. I don't know any details just that they passed on. I admit that I was sad, but I never knew this person. But Gary made their condition his hill to die on when he tried to make an example of me. Gary got some probation and, and some community service for what he did to my hair, and he cut contact with our entire friend group and eventually moved away. Where to? I don't know. I don't care either. As for my hair, well, it grew back just fine. It took nearly half a year to get back to how it was. My boss had me put out of sight for a while, and I was wearing a hat everywhere for at least a month. I did take that 10k I got in a lawsuit and combined it with my savings for a down payment on a house. So I've since moved into a much better abode. I also have a girlfriend now that's living with me. It was a bit soon for her to move in, but there was extenuating circumstances. We're making it work though, and I'm happy. Someone asked OP straight after that update. They said, why didn't you defend yourself against your mum? OP said, I'm not a good fighter and she was attacking me before I had a chance to react. Gary's mother was not a small woman and pretty fit for her age. She was dumb enough to brag about taking down men bigger than me in court. Someone asked OP if the mother shaved her head in support and OP said no, she didn't shave her head unless she had a wig on, which I doubt. I don't know how many people in Gary's family did shave their heads because his mother was one of his only relatives I saw in person since the shaving incident. Otherwise, all the harassment was online and over the phone. And yes, I was reluctant to strike back. But that old woman was faster than she looked. And that shooting pain from being kicked in the nuts is something I never want to feel again. Holy moly, that suddenly escalated in that one. And a rare case where we actually see charges being pressed. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story is titled, Am I the Arsehole for Not Giving My Sister the Car I Inherited from My Late Great-Grandfather's Will? Context, so two months ago, my great-grandfather, 85 male, passed away due to pancreatic cancer. 
And in his will, he left me, 19 male, his 2019 Mercedes-Benz GLC SUV. He always told me that he will leave the car to me because it's something he dearly loves and wants to see it in good hands. I drive a VW Polo 2017, which I've had for two years. It's my first car. My sister, 17 female, just got her license. She admitted to passing the test out of pure luck and she almost crashed my mother's car for texting. The reason I made this post. So for the last month or so, ever since the car got put into my custody, my sister has been nagging me non-stop because she wants the Mercedes. She told me that I don't deserve to have two cars. I'm a selfish person who is inconsiderate to his family. I've helped her pay for her driving lessons and I offered to help her get better at driving by letting her drive my VW, but she refused because she doesn't want to drive manual transmission. I've also been helping her save up for her first car. I with my own money to her savings. She wanted a Fiat 500 and she has saved up enough by now to get one used. I've considered giving her the car, but her recent attitude towards me made me remember what my great-grandfather told me about him wanting the car to be mine. I don't think anyone should drive a car like that with a fresh license. Yesterday at work, I got a call from my mother. She asked me how I am and we got to the point of the conversation where she mentioned taking my sister car shopping. I didn't really reply anything to that. She said, you know, if someone wasn't that selfish, your sister wouldn't have to go through all the expenses of purchasing a car. I replied, look, no matter how much nagging and labeling you do, I will not give her the car. It was left for me. She doesn't get to act like a fucking asshole to me because she thinks she's entitled to it. Your car was almost totaled because she was texting. I won't give it to her because she wants to look cool in school for rolling up in a Benz. If I was her, I would spend that money on driving lessons because she needs it. Little did I know I was being ambushed. My sister replied while I was on the call to my mother, implying that they were both in on it. She said, you're the biggest fucking see you next Tuesday. You are nothing more than a selfish asshole. Great grandfather is probably rolling around in his grave, watching his grandson be the biggest disappointment in this fam. I hung up and I just burst out into tears. My boss heard everything because she was screaming and she gave me a hug and then went back to work. So currently, I use both cars. Sometimes this, sometimes that. I don't want to sell either. But maybe it'd be a good thing if I need to take either car to the mechanic. I feel like an arsehole. What do you think? Now I feel like, to me it feels like a very, very simple one in that the car was left to you for whatever reason. It was your grandfather's gift to you. And that's simply it. I... If, but if I was you, I would be staying out of your sister's business regarding this whole car. I wouldn't be getting involved with it no more, especially with her little outburst that she did. Fuck that. Disney Buckeye says, not the arsehole. I'm very sorry about the loss of your great grandfather. He gave the car to you for a reason. Your sister is not entitled to anything. And if your great grandfather wanted her to have it, he'd have left it to her. I mean, he thought about this enough that he singled you out of his will so that you would inherit the car. So keep the car. You're going so far above and beyond by giving her money to buy her own car. I'll probably stop that now if you're still contributing. It was never your responsibility. But after the way she treated you, definitely stop. JRM says not the arsehole. It's your car to use as you see fit. You need to back off, but so do you. Stop getting so involved with your sister's car issues. Stop helping. Just leave it alone. Faded Quill says not the arsehole. The car was left to you. End of story. Your entitled sister isn't kind or even polite to you, so I'm not sure on what basis she believes she's earned the right to steal your inheritance. 
She's also overlooking the fact that the insurance premiums for a Mercedes for a 17-year-old new driver are going to be insanely high. Almost as insane as your parents thinking she'd drive it safely. Not the arsehole. It's yours. Enjoy your grandfather's gift. Jerkin says not the arsehole. And I always say this. Mother and sister, prior to the outburst, we at least had the opportunity to have a conversation, as we were about the car. However, given sister's outburst, that is now off the table permanently. And so we're all clear, I will never reward that type of entitled, bratty, and insulting behavior. Also, I will be paying for nothing for sister going forward. She's on her own. This is her doing, and she can learn whatever lesson she wants. But the one I'm showing is that you will never bully me into anything, ever. I'm not your doormat. Alternative Goat says, absolutely not the arsehole. There is a reason your great-grandfather wanted you to have it. She can learn to drive manual. It isn't that hard. It just takes practice mostly to learn how to avoid stalling. Okay, yes, I'm still nervous on hills. It might help keep her off the phone, having to use her other hand to shift. Also, if she called me what she called you, she wouldn't even get money from me for a car of her own at that point. Opie says, oh, I'm cutting her off. Maybe in a few years when she's matured and apologizes, then we can talk about us being civil again. For real, I live in a country that drives mostly manual cars. It's not so hard. When I was getting my license, I learned on a petrol car and the amount of times that I stall is unimaginable. I still occasionally stall from time to time, not because I don't have clutch control, but sometimes I just get too sidetracked in my head and I don't realize that I have lifted the clutch up too fast. Then OP gave a little bit of advice on hill starts. <laughs> OP adds a mini update to it. They say, firstly, I want to thank all of you for your comments, kind words, and everything basically. My mother called me about 10 minutes ago, apologizing about yesterday. She told me that my sister is grounded and after speaking with my father, they took out their contributions to her savings for a car. Edit. I just want to say thank you for all the kind words and all the time you took out of your day to comment. As for the rude comments calling my late grandfather an asshole, saying it's sexist what he did, that is not the case and I don't think at this point anyone has the right to question his doings. Feel free to call me the asshole, but give proper reasoning. Saying he is an asshole is not a valid point and you will be reported. Apologies if I don't reply to your comments. I appreciate your contribution to your replies and I'm reading all of them. I never understand people's entitlement sometimes. You've got a whole bunch of people contributing money towards a car for you for when you finally get your license. And you know, instead of being appreciative of that, you demand even more. And when you don't get it, you throw verbal abuse at them, thinking that's going to change anything. I mean, what goes through your head? Anyway, let me know your thoughts down in the comments below on this one. What would you have done if you was OP? Let us know. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 